This is Isaiah Winder from the West Coast Eagles, and you're listening to Eagle Nation. If you go by the numbers or the stats, the trend in the last six weeks going forward, we might be seeing one of the worst ever seasons by a club in the AFL. Um, we've had more injuries than any other team, and when you chuck in COVID, I'm not using that as an excuse, but it all leads to one scenario, and in round 10, the Eagles were slayed by the Giants. But today, we'll be looking at the positives to take out the games and the positives for the rest of 2022. So before we get into that, I welcome Wayne to the show. How are you going, mate? Good. was it? Going well, mate. Yeah, Dan can't be with us uh, for prior commitments. Um, hopefully, see you next week when we hopefully talking about a win. Um, check out our page on all our socials: Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Eagle Nation, one word. Just type that in, and it should come up. Um, I did just do a little bit of a intro there, um, saying how bad things are going, but. I must say, I think we've got a bit of competition because North Melbourne are giving us a run for their money because I wouldn't want to be North Melbourne at the moment. No. We've got some excuses which I don't want to use, but what is their excuse? Yeah, <laughs> and things are happening there too because um, obviously the three of their recruiting staff have, have left. One's gone to Hawthorne. Um, and then I hear today Horn Francis has, has – didn't tell anyone, but he went back to Adelaide to see his family um, and he hasn't re-signed and he's putting off all – Contract talks until the end of the season. So, uh, whereas our young guy, uh, young Chester, he's signed on till 2023, I think it is. So, no, I think it's 2025. Oh, it could be 2025, which is great because, you know, we've only seen a a glimpse of him in one pre season game. So, but I think we've seen five minutes. Yeah. (laughs) So, hopefully, North. Yeah, and one thing, we want North Melbourne to win a few more games because we want that number one draft pick at the end of the season. Yeah, it's it's, it's one of those things, um, do you get a win this week or do you lose? Because <clears throat> next Wednesday is the, the draft. So, yeah. um, you know, going forward, you really want to have that first pick in the in the mid-season draft, which we'll talk about in a second. Um, but before we get on to all the positives, you heard from Isaiah Winder at the in, in the intro, so he's one of the positives that we will talk about. Uh, thanks for doing that for us uh, there, Winder, or Wiz, or mm. Izzy, whatever yeah. you want to call him. Um, Oscar Allen and Luke Edwards been put on the inactive list, mate. What do you make of that? Well, yeah. it's always going to happen, wasn't it? Yeah. You know, Oscar's been in and out of that moon boot the whole season. Or the whole season. And Look, it's probably, for his sake, it's probably a really – I think it's a good thing. I think Dan's spoken before. We're probably in a position where we're probably better off not playing him the whole year and getting him right, have a solid pre-season and get him in there. And same with Luke Edwards. I mean, I reckon Luke Edwards is a, a massive plus that we need. don't want him getting osteo like uh, Yoey and these guys because uh, he's got groin and hip injuries and, that, you, know, and you know where, yourself where yeah. they can lead to. So I think that's a good move because I think they're, they're, they're definitely long-term players for us. Yeah, look, I think it's a good move. Some people might say it's tanking. It's probably borderline tanking. Uh, but you ever look at some of the – well, we'll briefly talk about the injuries later on because I want to bring it up, especially some of the hamstring injuries, yeah. the longest hamstring injuries I've ever known in an AFL competition. Yeah. So um, I don't know what's going on there. So that frees up two spots. They said they'll probably take two spots. So I think it's pick was well, definitely pick one if you know unless we win this week. Um, so pick one, and I think there was thirteen 
clubs that were in it. So that means pick 14, but somebody wrote on social media that it was pick 16. I'm pretty sure it was only 13 clubs. So right, yep. Well, mm. I guess we'll find that out in the mm. next couple of days. Um, for the players that were going into the mid-season um, draft, the cutoff was yesterday afternoon. Yep. Um, some players were asked by clubs to have medicals. They had to have at least two clubs ask them so to get medicals. So their names and some of these names are, well, I'll go on to Max Rams and if it was me picking for the Eagles, I'd be picking this kid with pick number one. Mm. Um, he's 19, 204 centimetres. Uh, he's an elite athlete. He's in endurance King, if he was at the Eagles, he'd be in the top three for the 2K time trials. Mm. Uh, and that's unheard of for Ruckman. Um, but he has requested an 18-month 18, 18 contract. So the rookies, as they are, they get a six-month contract. Um, last year, I think it was the guy from Hawthorne. Uh, what was the guy that – he got the Rising Star a couple of weeks ago. Uh, Newcomb. Yeah, Newcomb. John he, Newcomb. He, he put a price on his head. So they had to pay for it. I think the AFL stomped that out, but they could put a time frame on. So basically what it is, it's most – I think it's – so like Max Rams in, in his case, I think he's put it on because he's going to be on a rookie list and you're getting listed for six months. you got to uproot where you live, go interstate. If he gets the extra 12 uh, months on the rookie list, which you can do with interstate things, that gives you the security. So I think that's a thinking behind that. So mm. – that tells me that I reckon some of the interstate clubs that are down below, and I think there's only West Coast and GWS that are interstate in the first five or six, I reckon he's going to go to one of them. I, I agree because he's, um, by all reports, he's going quite well, playing well for oh, Sandringham. He's, he's having a great season. So, yeah, and look, we've lost – Oscar's gone out. So you would think in the mid-season draft we're going to pick up another tall. Yep. to cover him and then possibly another midfielder to pick up piss up, uh, sorry pardon me pick up uh young Luke Edwards so take his spot so you would think we're going to look at uh, I don't think we'll go for two talls I think we'll go for a tall and a, and, a, and a mid for sure it depends on what the clubs are looking for um are they looking for immediate impact if it's an immediate impact they're going to go for a, a mature age recruit and I don't think they're going to do that with the first pick. So they'll yeah. be looking at the longer term thing. And if you can get this guy in before the draft next year, you don't have to waste a pick next year on the draft. Yeah. Because um, Stranatic is injured now. And I don't think Stranatic has come on. And I think they've known mm. known that. Yeah. So at the end of the six months, you know, I, I've got to say names, but I can't see him being on the list. No. So my, my, if it was me, I'd be picking Ramsen or there's a guy in Ishimanal, and we seem to be picking up all these Ishimanal players, Bryn Tickle mm. and Ruck. Um, he's 22. He's um, a Northampton boy. Uh, he's 202 centimetres. He's got a bit about him as well. So he's he's another one that's been asked for a medical. There's Balladin that was at, I think it was the Lions Academy. He was on their list for a while. Um, so he's been sought out. He's a Ruckman. Then you've got a few... Mids like Josh Carmichael, uh, Jai Cully, who's getting a lot of um, media at the moment because mm. they're saying he's probably the informed mid in the – he's a 19-year-old. He missed out in the draft. Yep. Um, he's at Dandenong on Stingrays. So – and then there's Wade Durskin from Peel Funder. Now, he's come down from Northern Territory. Um, he come down to – he was on the Essendon VFL side for two years. So he's another one that could come into contention there. Mm. Um Frio, I'm hearing uh, looking at Jack Strom or uh, uh, Rogers from Claremont. 
now I'd like Rogers at West Coast. Yeah. But yeah, depends on which way the Eagles um yeah, recruiter's gonna go. Um we got it wrong last year. Yeah. But in saying that, I think they were gone for Matty Parker, but he was gone, so they went mm. for the next best thing, which was Connor West. And we've done well. And out look of what Connor. he's done out of that. Yeah. So to me, I think it'll be a tall first pick and either a young mid or a mature age mid in the yeah. second one. I mean, Florenka's always had already had a go and I, I, look, I think he'll get picked up. If he doesn't get picked up, this he'll definitely get picked up in the main draft next year. Yeah, see. At and, the end of the year. And this is what I get with Eagles fans. You look on the Eagles sites everywhere, Florenka, oh, we've got to pick him up. So they've seen, most people have only seen him in one game. Hmm. And Tom said on the podcast a couple of weeks ago, if I was giving you one dance, you're going to go and perform at your best. Mm. So, of course, you're going to look good on your one yeah. game. It's how you follow it up. In the state game, he was pretty good. Mm. And then on the weekend, he had 41 disposals yeah. ago. So All he's right. in form. Last year, he had to get an exemption because he didn't go on the draft because he was out for an Achilles seal. So, mm. chances of him getting picked up, he wasn't going to get it. So, unless Eagles are trying to throw people off him, because I'm just hearing little things here and there that they might not look at it. If you look at the West Coast website and you look at the team list, his name's the only top-up player still on the West Coast Eagles uh, website right, without his picture. So yeah. that, to me, I don't know. Is that, is that a sign? I don't know. We, look, Con- conspiracy theory. And we've got a young bloke in the waffle right under their nose who's performing very well. <laughs> one of your favourites in Josh, young Josh Brown. Oh. And his, his form, he's probably – he would probably be leaving, leading the best and fairest in the in the reserves in for if, the Eagles. If you're looking at the, if you're looking at the future for the Eagles, you got one guy there in the waffles staring you in the face in mm. front of your face. Uh, you see him every week, and he's got the most disposals every game. That doesn't mean they're great disposals. I'm not I'm not saying it's not, but he's putting he's putting it in. Yeah. So there was a reason that he wasn't picked up in there, but he's put, been put into the waffle for a reason. Yeah. You don't just go, oh, I'm going to get Josh Brown and put him in the waffle. No. You know what I mean? But if, you, if you're getting the disposals he's getting yeah. in our team, he's playing well because he's obviously presenting himself in the game because, you know, we've got we've got 15, what 14 amateur players in there playing. Oh, yeah. Who are, you know, if, if Josh is getting that many kicks, he's got, he'll be working his ass off to get those kicks. Oh, yeah, he's wearing his butt yeah. off. And I've watched a couple of games. So, mm-hmm. anyway, there the um, looks at what we got for the um, mid-season draft, which is next Wednesday. So, hopefully, I don't know what time it is. I haven't had a look, but I'm hoping it's before the show. Yeah. So, then we can have a quick talk about who we got. Yeah. Um, and if not, we'll just talk about them the next week in our mid-season review. Let's get on to the, uh, the game at hand, eh? It's the final siren. A 52-point loss, 21-12 to 138. God, get it out, was that? To 13 goals, 886. That was the final score. Um, We're going to talk about positives first before we talk about negatives. That was our second highest score for the year by one point. We scored 14 goals, 387 in our only win for the year. And and, um, so that's one positive. Mm. Yes. Second positive. Isaiah Winder, he's played five games, three as a sub. In two of those, I don't even think he got on the ground. Mm. He had to train after the ground. So he went in there. He had uh, three goals, one from 10 disposals at 90% accuracy, I think. Um, He gave off two to Cripps. Yes. And he had six score involvements. Mm. And he was lively around the goals. Um, They've used him higher up on the wing, I think. Around goals, I think they found his niche because mm. that in the waffle when he had that little start yeah. eighteen months ago, 
you kick five goals in a game. So yeah. Look, he's got speed and he's got that he's got that indigenous um, move that they just seem to get out of trouble easily. Yeah. And he did that on the weekend. And I, I look, I, I I didn't see the game live, but I saw it. I watched the replay, and look, he really gave us some bite in that forward line that that Liam Ryan has always been giving, but hasn't been giving us all year. So I hope that puts the real wind up, Liam, to say, "Hey, young Izzy's come in, and he's there. He he want, he's there to stay." And as the game went along, he got more confident. He, he without still, a doubt, he, in the first game last week, he was sort of second guessing himself yes. with his disposals. Mm. And by the time we've done that, you know. He, yeah, don't have much time once you get the ball in yeah. today's footy. Um, started off in the first quarter, similar sort of thing. I'm going, nah, get your confidence, make mm. your confidence. Um, and by the end of the game, yeah, he was one of the standouts for the highlights, you know what I mean? Yeah, um, without a doubt. But, you know, you, they, these sort of games where you do good in the first game, you want to remember them. Yeah. But do you want to remember them when you're getting smashed? No. Around the, around the ball, everyone mm. else. Um, third, Callum Jamison. And I might as well put Bailey Williams in here. Callum Jamison, you know, 21 years of age, saying he's fourth or fifth game. Um, he only had 12 hitouts, but Bailey Williams had 36. Both of them impressed me big time. Mm, without just, a doubt. Just their work rate. Mm. And, you know, they might not get being getting the clean pill all the time. Um, Bailey Williams, hitouts to advantage, they were going to us, but the advantage didn't stay there long. We, we'll close down straight away. Yeah. And I think that was an error that, the coaching staff, which we'll talk about later, said we weren't winning the stoppages and we didn't. We got killed in stoppages. Mm. We had more goals from stoppages in that game than any other game this year. So yeah. where last week, stoppages was the thing that we won. Yeah. Um, but Bailey Williams, he tried his ass out and he's got a good vertical leap. Yeah, well, as you know, and Dan was here now as well, you know, he was my big improver for this year and, and he disappointed me in that first four or five games. But... I don't know, maybe the time off with COVID and a few other things, he's got a bit of a jolt and so if you don't perform, you know, he's got a great opportunity. With Nick, Nick's going to be out for at least another four weeks or so, yeah, or well after the bye. And the great thing I love about Jamison, he jumps. And this is what I was very critical about, Stranetica, about these guys just standing there hoping to tap it. You've got to jump. And I'm loving – and he works hard around the ground. Well, too. I reckon if I was Schofield or Matthew Knights, I would have been going, Jamison, Bailey – this is not what you. This is not what we want. Hmm. Harry Edwards and Schneider to stand in there. Yeah, not condizzle. exactly. We want them. We want you to jump. You've got to jump. You're, you're a ruckman. You got to get off the ground. So, yeah. um, and, and that's it, not a slight on Edwards, mm-hmm. but when he did play that ruck position, he didn't jump. He didn't. No. No. And, so and if, if you watch back to the Melbourne game too, young Jamison, he outrucked um, Max Gorn three times in the yep. centre bounce. He yep. actually actually out tapped him three times. Yeah. And. Yeah, Kelly got all three possessions out of it. I'm I'm liking Jamison. Just his, I know his work rate, mm-hmm. and it just get. I think I said it to Dan last week. I'm just, why weren't they doing this in the waffle with him? Oh, yes. You know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> if you put that work into him in the waffle, he'd probably be even better than what he's yeah. now. Because at the waffle level, he wasn't rucking. No, they were getting Hayden Busher to ruck. Yeah, he was on the perf. He's on perf list Look, now. So a weight program, a bit more muscle up there. He's yeah. our Tim English. I'm, yeah, he's, uh, to me, he's out to million yeah. English coming along, and that's why it's if you get that one extra probably ruck in the mid-season draft, I reckon it's going to just give our ruck socks a bit. Yes, and I'm still big on uh, an experienced ruckman at the end of the year, and I know Goldstein's been thrown up. I still look at him, uh, Tristan Exey, who's at North Melbourne as well. His contract mm. 
up as well. So, but he'd probably cost a lot more. So, um, who knows what's happening with North Melbourne? You know, they might want out. So, there's a couple of ruckmen just there. Yeah. Um, another positive, Connor West. We talked about him. We picked him up this time last year, and it just he's crowd favourite. Yeah, everyone likes him. He got his disposal's not great, mm. but he's getting in under and he's getting that ball out. Um, and that's what in and under. You, you look at all your in under um, midfielders. Yeah. Um, you just got to look at Clayton Oliver for one. Mm. His forty five possessions at sixty percent. You know what I mean? But he's in and under, so yeah. um, you've got to take a bit of thing off there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same with Redden. He's probably in and under. He's probably the more cleaner one, but he doesn't give you meters gained. He doesn't hurt your damaging going forward. Mm. And I just think Connor. West um, chip off the old block like his old old man. Yeah, oh, without a doubt. And I think too, he, he was on, I don't know if you heard the interview the other day, yesterday or on him, if you can go on the club website and you can hear it. But he was he was open. He said, you know, at times my disposal's been poor. But he said, I'm getting better at that. He said, I'm, I'm working with the coaches with that. And I'm getting better with it with experience. So and oh, we've, I, got to, we've got to give the guy a cut. You've got to give him a two, two or three seasons in there. Oh, well, I'm, I haven't yeah. had a listen to that. I'll go and have a listen no. to that. Because um, that's great if he's saying that out, and that's yeah. great. That's awesome. yeah. And you, I mean, you you compare like he's not he's not a Christian Petrarca type player, but Christian Petrarca was knocked for well, he's an outside for four man. years, you know I mean? but he was knocked for four years, five years overrated. Best player, probably close to the best player in the competition at the Christian moment. Christian Petrarca is good because Clayton Oliver gives it gives him the ball eighty yeah. percent of the time. Yeah, so but, and he um, uses it brilliantly. Yeah. And, and Westy's gonna Westy's gonna be our uh, Matt Pritis. Yeah. Um, and this guy, um, and Dan, Dan pointed this out and I, I agreed with him a hundred percent on social media. We're hearing about when did this, um, Clark did pretty good. That's another one I haven't got written yeah. down here. Clark took Clark a bit of time to go get into the game. First quarter, he didn't really see the ball, but one player, cause he went off and everyone thought he was injured and he probably still is. He had a back related injury. Luke Shuey, mm. he was brilliant in those first three yeah. quarters. Um, but no one's talking about him. They're no. just worried about his injury or something. To yeah. me, that, that's why he's a captain, you know, and he goes out there and he puts in all the time. He's a proper, true warrior. And he, he just busted his gut, I reckon. The energy around the ball was unbelievable. And what I remember, and you boys know what I've been saying, I'd like to see him play more in the forward line because I think he'd give us a great fall of the ball. And it was good on the weekend. He actually played a little bit in the forward line. Look, yep. didn't. Set the world on fire because you, to play in there you do well. You need people around you oh, yeah. to do it. But and the delivery into the forward line. But you look, he knew where to go to get the ball. Yeah, he might not have got it because of num weight of numbers. But I think that's. I think that if if he's going to keep going, he's a guy. He's like Dane Zorko now. Very very play. Very rarely plays in the middle for Brisbane. You know, plays half back, half forward. Goes in the middle when they have to get a little bit of crunch in there. Yeah, they've got to be creative. And Shuey could be that man for us. Yep. You know, go in there when Timmy Kelly comes off the ground for 10 minutes or whatever and then get him back into that forward half. Yeah, well, yeah. that's what I hope they do. I hope they don't do what all these Eagles fans on different pages are saying. Oh, you gotta, he's got to quit. you gotta, you got to retire him. Mm. Mate, there's other ways to play football. Um, he's explosive. That's why his hamstrings at his mm. age, his soft tissues. So put him in a spot where he's not going to be using explosiveness, but he yeah. uses his wits, as you said. He's got a few brownie points in there too. Yeah. Give but, the guy a go. Oh, yeah. God, come on, yeah. Uh, look, um... Negatives, we're briefly going to touch on these. Inside 50 count, 48 to 50, uh, 44. So that's four different from Giants, but yeah. they had, you know, 
a nine-goal win. Hmm. Now, that comes down to delivery. Contested possessions, we were minus 29. The week before, we were like two different. Um, what else was there? Uh, uncontested was minus 71. That tells the story alone. Mm. That they just had the ball everywhere they were gone. They yeah. were the work rate was, and this is the thing: work rate. You, some of the players, and it was. I don't know if you watched it. I can't remember what TV show it was. They were showing, and I think they briefly said it in the game, um, where all the Eagles were getting drawn in, they're getting mm. sucked in. No one on the outside. They got it on the outside. Run easy. Yeah, over the top, gone. And that's been. A team defence not being getting ground position for one, mm. getting sucked in, and I, I put it back on Simo, and he said it was something they're not doing right. Put a player behind the ball. Yeah, you only got to put one player behind the ball, mm. and that's free, and that gives them one because that's what they were doing. Give one player behind the ball. That changes up the team defence straight away. Yeah, um, and then go man on man. Yeah, I, and I think we were very I – mean, yeah, and, you know, I've yeah. been – this has been my big thing all year and last year is our accountability of, of the player. you got to defend a player and we just don't do it and we don't do it well. And it, there was one example and I, it was in the third quarter, I think it was, and the Giants guy was running – come out of the centre. I can't remember which one it was. And Jack Redden was running five metres to the side of him, uh, Harper – and everyone bags Jackson Nelson, but Jackson Nelson came off of the half forward line, sprinting his ass off to chase this guy, and he nearly got him. And Redden was five meters away, just jogging in the same line as him. Yeah, and it just frustrates the crap out of me how our lack of accountability. You know, there's a guy on currently on TNG keeps putting on these things. What's the best way? And Wendy Promet said the same thing as me. It would be great if they actually manned up for every now and then. Yeah, so, you, and we did it. We did it in two games, and they were the two closest games we've yeah. had all year. Mm. North Melbourne, Collingwood. Yes, we went back to bases, went back to fundamentals, and mm. um, and we and the work rate was there. Mm. And we didn't and, have the big stars in those games nah, to do that. So yeah, I can't. Yes, and one thing I want to bring up is Tim Kelly. Everyone's having a go at Tim Kelly. Oh, this he's got to be better than that. Tim Kelly's playing a different role, mm. and on the weekend he was an inside mid. He's yeah. not an inside mid. He's he had thirteen contested possessions. That was the highest in our team. Mm. He's supposed to be a guy getting the ball and running, mm. but he's going in doing inside work as well. So before you have a go at Tim Kelly and that. Have a look at the way he's actually playing the game first. He was mm. playing a totally different role and maybe he needed to do it, but he's a guy that should be getting the ball given to him so he can run. Yeah. I get I get sick of hearing the same thing saying, oh, what a waste of a draft picks and all this. But I think it was a great pick. And at the time, and I said this, and I think you and Dan were the same as me, he was coming in to back up. He was coming in to help Shuey. And Yo. uh, and Yo, uh, Yoey in and the middle. Sheed. Sheed. Now, h- how did we know a pandemic was coming? Yep. How did we know that Dom Sheed uh, was going to do it? Yo was out for How did we know Yo was going to yep. miss tw- 18 months with a yep. groin injury? How did we know that Luke Shuey all of a sudden had four hamstring injuries and Tim Kelly had to come in and, and be that person? His disposal is as good as any person in the competition out of the middle. That, that's why I'm great pickup. That's why I'm excited stuff about stuff that anyone thinks. Twenty twenty three and beyond, mm. because we haven't had our best team on the park in no. eighteen months. No, and um, or ever since the buy last year. This time mm. last year, we have not had our best team on the ground once, mm. and it's shown in the results. So that becomes down to depth as well. So um, there's no excuses there. The younger players have to step up. But mm. like you said, you put those four guys in the midfield. 
Like uh, Dan said last week, you take Petrucca, mm. Oliver and Viney out of the Melbourne's midfield, would they be on top? No, they no, wouldn't be. Of course not. You know what I mean? So yeah. injuries play a lot of things. There's no excuse. Look, that's enough on that game. I'm not really going to talk about the waffle because there was only three or four players in there again. Uh, West Perth, 17-17, to the Eagles, six goals, 339. I think we said Josh Brown, he was on 30. Yeah, he had 38 possessions. Well, you know, there you go. Mm. 38 possessions in a team full of amateur players. Um, Zane True, he had 22 possessions. Um, and the only other two Eagles listed players were Williams and he was up forward, kicked one goal, didn't get much – well, he didn't get much supply up there for no. one. And Stranetica was injured in the – I think yeah. early in the first or second quarter. Oh, he's out for – And he was out, four, he's out for a couple of weeks. So um, – I oh, know, is that half time it was? Because he had 13 hit outs, but you know, he's injured. So um that's the that's a waffle. Um the only shining light on that is probably this week Sheed and Yo will be playing minutes in the waffle. Hmm. Um so if you've got time to go down to the waffle, you've got a few more Eagles players playing in there, unless there is more outs in the senior team. Uh, let's talk about the game against the Bulldogs coming up. It's Bounce Oh, the Eagles and the Bulldogs this Saturday at 5.30 at Optus Stadium. The Dogs are coming off a 19-point win over the Suns. They sit uh, nine for the ladder with five wins, five losses. They, When you look at the Dogs, I don't know. They're um, Some weeks are kicking straight. Some yeah. weeks they're kicking themselves out of games. Hmm. They probably could have won three of those games they lost just from poor kicking. Mm. Um, so you want to hope that they've got poor kicking again this week yeah. or do we want them to kick straight? I don't know. I'm really undecided this week. Uh, they've met 58 times, West Coast 36, uh, Bulldogs 21 and one draw. The highest winning margin for the West Coast is 123 points. That was back in 2011 in at Subiaco Oval. And the Bulldogs, well, they got a chance to break their record here. There's only 70 points. And that was in the – I had to go looking for this one. I was looking for ages. And that was a quarterfinal way back in 1998. Gee, that's going back a bit. So um, usually when the Dogs have beaten the Eagles, it's not by very much. Yeah. it's a real, I think it's an average of about 18, 19 points. Mm. So this is a chance for the Bulldogs to um, create a little bit of history themselves. Um but in saying that, um, hopefully it's going to be an enjoyable game to watch. It is the Sir Doug Nichols round again in round 11. So we'll be wearing our uh, jumper again. Yes. So um, um, that was designed by Daryl Bellotti. So, um, and, you know, this is where I get really pissed off about the media. Oh, the Eagles, another team that didn't do it. They've done it for the last eight, nine years. They've mm. had it for two years. Yeah. They And they've they've – Gone limbs to say we have one every two years. Yeah, and at the end of the day, the only reason other teams have one every different years because it's merchandise. Yes, and that it makes money. Mm. I guess Eagles don't need to make as much money. Mm. You know what I mean? And you know, good on it. You know, I don't mind it being every two years. No. No, I'd, I'd love, I'd love to see a bit of indigenous part of the jumper full time. Yeah, you've said that all the time. Yeah, um, it'd be just a groundbreaker. You know what I mean? And yeah, and we, we've said that a few times, haven't we? Mm, yes, yeah, um, without a doubt. You know, um, and it would be good to see. And I, I think there is one club that does it. I can't remember. I'll have to have a look. Mm. Um, I know a basketball club that does it. Exactly. I'm involved with it. Gym, right. like wolves. They, right. 
done it this year. It looks brilliant. Yeah, look, I, I don't see a problem with it. You know no. what I mean? Um, I reckon it's brilliant. And if you look at our social pages, we've gone the Indigenous theme for the two weeks. Mm. So we always do that. And yep. um, if you look at the artwork for this week's show, it's uh, Isaiah Winder on there. So, and uh, have a good look at that. Um, well, let's go on to the uh, injury list for both teams, Eagles. So Kennedy's a test with a knee. Gaffs, well, he played, but his quad is still a test. Shuey, a test with his back. So, yeah, I, I, basically they're going to play him. Mm. I, I thought they were going to play Shuey and Sheed. Uh, sorry, Yoey and Sheed into the waffle this week. That's the way I understand yeah, it. Yeah, Yoey and Sheed. Mm. What, did I say Shuey or Shuey? Oh, no. Yeah, no, we didn't. No. Sorry, you did yeah, say so Shuey. Yeah, I think Shuey will play. Yeah, Sh- Shuey and Kennedy will play. I, I think Simo's already said Shuey yeah. will play. And uh, Sheed and Yo back through the waffle, managed minutes. Luke Foley apparently hasn't come up from the concussion. Mm, so sure. That's no good. That's no good. Uh, Shannon Hearn's a week away with a calf. Stranatica, he's two weeks with a calf. Liam Ryan, Willie Rioli, Jack Petricelli. All hamstrings. Mm. Now, Jack Petricelli from memory did his hamstring in round one or two. Yep. Um, that's one of the longest hamstring injuries I've ever known, unless it's mm. off the bone. Yeah. They haven't said it's off the bone or anything bad. No. Uh, Willie Rioli was uh, two weeks, three weeks ago. Mm. So now it's out to five. Um, and they initially said uh, Liam Ryan would probably only miss, miss the one week, even though it was a suspension. suspension. And now he's out to two. So yeah. I, w- I would have thought, I, I was surprised when they said Liam's only be out for a week because. Hamstrings are usually a minimum of 21 days. Yeah, well, that's you, it. You, doesn't matter. That, and that's the minor. That's your minor one, 21 yeah. days. Mm. And they've all, they basically have said they're not much in them. And I remember Jack Petrie, like, oh, it's not much. Mm. Yeah, three days. And then he got the COVID, which was the extra week. Yeah. Um, but it's still, and he's still another two weeks. So yeah. I just love the club to be transparent with the injuries that of those players that, you know, definitely are. I can understand them saying, oh, he might not play this and he's a test. But the players that are out, just say why, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're going to depth. Like Nick Natanui, every week is seven weeks. Mm. How many weeks is it going to be seven weeks for? Yeah. And then automatically he's playing again. Um, yeah, I don't understand it. Uh, O'Neill, he's out with a knee for another six weeks. Tom Joyce, angle. So he, I thought he would have been one put on the in- inactive list. Yeah. But because he's a rookie, probably they can't because he's through the S. SP period. Yes. Maybe that's probably why they couldn't because he had surgery on his ankle, so he won't be playing. No, that, no, so, not. So why have him down to seven weeks? Mm. You know what I mean? Um, I don't know. It's me looking from the outside. I just find it's one of my bugbears, I think, with injuries. Um, probably never going to get to the end of it, but that's the way I see it. Yeah. So. I think all clubs are the same, mate. It's not just us. Well, you look at um, the Bulldogs um, – Injury list, uh, Bruce, he's four to five weeks away. English, is he'll be coming in. They've already said he's in yep. this week. He was illness or did he have COVID? Mm. Um, Mitch Hannon and Lockie Hunter, they're, in, they're out for the rest of the year. Toby McLean's four to five weeks. Uh, Vladimir's six to seven weeks. Wallace is still two weeks away. But Johannesson and Cody Waitman are tests for this week. Mm. So and, and Tim O'Brien. So if all three of those, four of those play and they're – Team's going to look a little bit better yeah. than what it has. I, I don't see Joe Henderson coming in, but I, I do see Cody Waitman. If Cody Waitman's fit, he'll be straight in. Yeah, they said Joe Henderson probably will come through the VFL. Yes. Because uh, he's had illness as well. Uh, same as with Wallace, he'll probably come through. Hmm. Um, Tyler Duray, that's another one that wasn't on the list at the start, but he should be back for this week. 
But then you, you chuck in the players that will be back this week. So you've got McRae, Bailey Smith, Trelaw, Bonham Pally, Dunkley. Just those guys' name in there, you know. Mm. There's a midfield, you know what I mean? Yeah. You take those guys out of the game, you're looking yeah. at the Eagles. Well, Bont's, Bont's their <laughs> barometer. You know, yeah. he's the he was out the other week and they, they had a significant loss. Yeah. Libba's very underrated. He's the one that guy. He's the one that gets it out to everyone. Yeah. So um, there's Libba, Caleb Daniels. When we know what he's like, shut him down. There yeah. goes a drive from the halfback. Just wait a sec. Clear my throat. <coughs> um, Norton, Bailey Williams, and Ed Richards did a name mm. a few. So it's going to be interesting. We've always say where the game's going to be won. It's the midfield. Yes. Mm. Can our midfield hold up? Stand up to them? That's the big question. Who he, he, he goes into the team for the Eagles. Um, it's going to be interesting where where we get our drive from. Yes. Yeah, I, I, me too. We, I mean, uh, Aaron Norton's a really big uh, plus for them. And it depends who's playing on him. You'd like to think Tom will get first go, but he didn't train this week. With the yeah, well, there's group. a rumor that he was a bit under the yeah. under the weather, so yeah, so he has had COVID. So yeah, so hopefully he's okay. Um, or otherwise, we've got to get McGovern back onto him because you, you need a class player. You you can't beat class. Well, there's with a without class. I haven't got this run on the run sheet, but this is a player I would love to. You know how we say throw players around, right? Mm. And I've seen him float down the back. At various times, and every time he's gone down there, he'd look pretty good. Mm. Why don't they give Snake Snake Waterman a go on the back half? Yes. Uh, I, I, you know, if, you, if you're not getting any input out of him up forward, down back, every time he's gone down there, I've just seen him. He's got mm. the athletic ability mm. and he's a he's a natural competitor. And, you know, when he stuffs up, he, he, you know he's stuffed up because he lets everyone see he's stuffed up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I just want to see... Be unpredictable. Chuck him down the back. That gives you liberty to say if you chuck him down the back, well, yeah. give him a couple and five minutes up forward. Yeah. You know, even if it's only five minutes a quarter, mm. just do it around, throw it around a bit, you know. Yeah. It make, makes the other – to me, that – and I've heard it from other players from AFL teams. It was very predictable. Mm. Make it unpredictable. Chuck them around. You know, if Barras and McGovern are there, chuck one down the forward line for five minutes, then chuck them back. Yeah. You know, it mm. doesn't hurt. No. You know, and if it works, it works. You, you know, you're laughing. Oh, there goes Siri. Mm. Sorry. I'm <laughs> 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 a what? Sorry yeah. about that. But yeah. look, that's just one thing I'd like to see happen. Um, you know, I don't think it's going to happen, but I see Waterman float down there quite a bit. So yeah, I've said he's taken. He's ta- when if that's of his own violation no. or when they've. Putting it, when they seem to put a loose man down there, he seems to be the one that floats down there and takes that mark on the last line of defence. Yeah. So, uh, but I agree. I mean, and you know what I've said all the time: it's our lack of, uh, it's our lack of uh, versatility that the coach doesn't seem to look into. He seems to have the guys pigeonholed in their positions, and that's it. There's yeah, no it's strange. There's no he, strange. There's, there's no change. When, you know? when he took on the coach's role, I go, I want team players that are multi-positioned. Yeah. So, and I'm yet to see it. So, yeah, Simo, you're not listening to this, but somebody might know you. That will we chuck it, you know, have, have a go at it, man, have a crack. There's nothing out. You can't lose anything else. No. You know what I mean? Um, uh, I've lost my train of thought there. Um, somebody had asked down the back line that I wouldn't mind seeing somewhere else, but I've lost my train of thought. Um, I just want to see something done differently, you know what I mean? Hmm. And, you know, who knows, you might find something, you know. 
try had where Ed Edwards up forward. Yeah. You know, he, he didn't work in the ruck. He had to go, but yeah. he went in the ruck. Chuck him up forward. Yeah, he's 202 mm. centimetres or yeah. whatever he is. Change it around and um, see what happens. And um, I'm hoping a uh, young kid in Zane Tree gets a debut. And then, yeah, that would be. Because you know, I think he's the only one on the list who hasn't played. Yeah. Yeah, and he's starting to come. I think they've been getting mag- managed Yeah, getting minutes, minutes in, in there. So. In the waffles. So hopefully he'd get better and better. He needs to get one now because – True, uh, Sheed and Yo come yeah, back. Yeah, they're all coming back. So, so give him a go now. If Zane doesn't get a go now, he's not going to get a go when they come nah. come back unless nah. something dramatic happens well, in the waffle. Who knows? The teams come out tomorrow. He might be on that list. I know he was close last week, mm. but because of the waffle, they kept yeah. him in for more minutes. All right, um, winner and margin, mate. Um, oh, I'm usually pick the Eagles, but uh, look, I'm going to pick us this week by seven points. Well, I want to pick the Eagles because I want number one in the mid-season draft, but I'm hoping Bulldogs win by two points. <laughs> yeah. I just want that last one. But yeah. then saying that, we might lose by 10 points and North Melbourne, I don't know who they're playing, they might lose by 100. So yeah. we could still lose uh, that last spot. Uh, depends on uh, how North Melbourne are going, how they respond to all the stuff that's going on out of their club, um, you know, in the media now. All right, uh, get down to Optus Stadium, guys, on Saturday afternoon, 5.30. Uh, I don't know if there's rain forecast. Uh, that might help the Eagles if it does. And then we'll be back next week with the review of it and we'll talk about the Crows game and then mid-season. Uh, North playing St Kilda, mate. So. St. St Kilda? Whoa. Yeah. That's on uh... – When's that? Sunday, 11.10. So. Oh, well, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll know, won't we? Yeah. We'll know uh, by then. Yeah. All right, guys, no until mate. next week. Thanks, Waz. See you, mate. All Catch up. Yep. Share the West Coast sky I will to win